Welcome to the ca- welcome to the Chaos Network. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Welcome to the Chaos Network. Now you're all in big, big trouble. What time is it? We will throw out all kinds of sports topics. The moment Delonte West banged LeBron's mom, LeBron had every right to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, that's horrible. Political views. If we get rid of abortion in the United States, what happens when Bismarck Roethlisberger is uh, holding <laughs> down some chick and gets her pregnant and she can't get rid of the baby? <laughs> is that your best? Just random rants and stuff. Are you supposed to record podcasts over? I'm your huckleberry. I do drugs all my life. My life will be shorter. Oh, Peyton Manning breaks his fucking arm. <laughs> all right, I got to be 100% honest with everybody who might be listening right now. I have absolutely no idea what's going to go on tonight. Why? Well, if you're sitting there going, why? Well, usually I have no fucking idea anyway what's going to happen. I mean, it's usually bloodshed, chaos, snowflake, West Covina. Uh, Governor, West Hollywood, Boys Town. We haven't called them Boys Town in a while, um, but it's none of them. It's just me right now. Everybody's got all tied up, you know, doing their S&M thing with each other, Hollywood. I'm sorry. Tonight he'll be Boys Town. So Boys Town is getting ready to get married. His is coming up soon, so he's getting ready for stuff. Uh, Governor is stuck in some sort of crazy-ass storm in, what do you say, he's I don't know where. I, it might be in Wisconsin. It might. It's probably. He's probably stuck in a storm in, in Boys Town. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm not sure where it's at. And then Snowflake. Well, he's Snowflake. I, it's, you never know what's going on with Snowflake. But we do love them all and do miss them all. So you're you're stuck with me. And it may be a 10 minute show. It may be a 30 minute show. I may just shut the show the fuck off right now. But in the meantime, I'm gonna go for as long as I can. And that's what she said. Um, so. Let's start with housekeeping. Like I said, it's just me. Um, but if you want to get in touch with the guys, if you want to talk to Boys Town, um, you can find him at SOW Hollywood um, on Twitter. You can find uh, Snowflake. Uh, where can you find at Kendall Scott, I believe it is, or Kendall underscore Scott? I forget. I'll tell you what. Tweet them both, and one of them will get there. Just tweet them because I don't know what's going on with him. Like, we talked last night about – a few things on Idiots in a Box, so it is good to have him around. I miss that fuck, though. And then, uh, of course, you can uh, tweet at Governor underscore Baines, um, all on Twitter, and then you can find me at FN Chaos, which I'm the only one I think is the closest to the four-letter word out of them all. They decided to make their shit as long as possible. I think they're overcompensating for something, to be honest, but I'm, I'm not 100% certain. Uh, to call the show, um, you can give a call in at 646 646- Three seven eight zero seven nine three. Uh if you want to call in. You might want to do it quick because again, I may not be on for another ten minutes. I got football on in the other room. Porn is also on in the other room. The porn is always going in the other room. I think we have in case you're wondering, it's firefighter chicks tonight. Not like Boys Town likes firefighter dicks. Big difference. Big big whole different story there. Um and uh, so, again, 646-378-0793. Just a couple topics to hit on real quick. Uh, Father's Footprint, or as it's known now as Footprints, is blowing the fuck up. If you guys have checked it out on the Chaos Network, great. Um, it really got a lot of bad run, which is perfect. I love when sh- our shows get a little bit of negative publicity. Some women were actually very upset at Father's Footprint because they thought it was you know, uh, against women. And really what it is, it's against the system, uh, a system that's broke 
to get parents uh, more time with their kids. Um, but it was it kind of cracked me up the idiocy of fucking people and 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 how fucking retarded they can be to think that um, we would try to deprive a mother to see her child and it's only about fathers seeing theirs. That's stupid. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen on the planet. If you got a problem with that, remember my Twitter at f n t h a o s. Tommy Noodles is doing a great job on that show. Village Idiots is on Sundays. They're gonna try to drink less bourbon so they can enunciate a little bit more. Um, had uh, Indy Willie on last night and on Idiots in a Box, and uh, he did a fucking great job. Love hanging with that dude. And then of course we have Sports Our Way on tonight. We have Sports Our Way on Sunday. Um, and every night we actually have Hookers and Blow. So we're trying to figure out how to fit that into the show. As soon as we can get a webcast on it, we'll see what we can figure out there. And then, of course, uh, on Mondays, we have Wheels in a Winter. So I uh, want to give mad love out to Tommy Noodles. I know he's not on this show. He's been a guest on it a couple of times. But he is pioneering footprints. He is getting uh, Chaos Network a lot of love out there, a lot of love out there. But more importantly, he's just out there making shit happen, which is uh, which is awesome and awesome to hear. Same with Indy Willie, but Tommy, you're fucking killing it. Now, um, I guess that's really all for housekeeping. So all I can do now is I do have one of these. So let me get this motherfucker started. This is another public service announcement. <laughs> you just tell me that eating pussy is going to give me cancer. Yep. Oh, good. God is going to be my DMAS. But as they say in the U.S. Navy, there is no wrong hole. No! Getting a little strange on daytime TV. You are Brokeback Jack. I'm your Huckleberry. Also DMA. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. So everybody knows, or hopefully unless you're living under a rock, you definitely know that we are going through this bullshit with Syria. All this crap, you know, we haven't been into a war in a little bit, so it looks like we may be starting to do some sort of, I don't know, looks like we're trying to figure out if we're going to go to war with Syria again because of all the bullshit that happened. But the scapegoat in all this, the part that I'm not really understanding, and, and if the guys are listening, you know, formulate your thoughts, fellas, because on Sunday we'll probably need to address the DMAF. Is I don't know why the fuck we just don't blow up Japan. Japan is the DMAF right now, and, and I, what I don't get about... What flies under the radar, what's back page news and isn't front page news, is right now they are dumping because they can't figure their shit out, which is fucking insane to me. Because who was the kid that you cheated off of in math class? It was the little fucking Japanese kid because when he was there doing his shit, you knew that he could figure out fucking, he could, he could figure out every math problem in the fucking planet, but they can't figure out how to stop dumping 300 million tons of radiation pretty much into the ocean now certain experts are out there saying well it's really no big deal because the ocean is so big that it's going to dilute it and it's not going to end up in your fucking food somebody just google the fucking how google the average distances tunas swim all right when you go out to a seafood restaurant tuna is always on the menu tuna is one of the most like like prolific prolific I can't believe I'm going to say this about a fucking fish, but it's one of the most prolific fish that are eaten. They swim crazy distances. They are dumping, Japan is jumping, dumping 300 million tons of radiation that tuna is swimming to and ending up on the coast of California. And some people are saying it's no big deal because it's such a small fucking minute amount that it's not going to make a big difference. Here's the thing. When I'm eating my food, 
I want to eat it by candlelight. I don't want to eat it by food light. And the fact that they can't get their shit together and aren't asking for more help from people to come out and figure shit out for them and solve this problem with them, I don't fucking get. But yet we have this big problem with Syria right now. Well, right now, let's just say hypothetically, oh, let's just say Hollywood, or I'm sorry, he's Boys Town tonight. Let's just say Boys Town decides that he wants to take his honeymoon in Hawaii. Well, what's, what's the great thing that you want to do in Hawaii? Well, you want to go out and you want to go for a swim because the water is so warm. Don't do it on pipeline because that shit is huge and will kill you. But let's just say you go out for a swim, great water, you know, feels good, salt water kind of cleanses the system, gets you going, feeling good about yourself. Yeah, you're good right now. But if this shit keeps happening in Hollywood, if you were to take your, you know, one-year anniversary and you and, and Snowflake decide to go to Hawaii together for, like, fucking matching honeymoons... They're saying you do not, you, you cannot go out and swim because the water will be so fucking contaminated. So somebody please fucking help me here. Why, I mean, we're going to go fucking bang the fuck out of Syria and regulate, but Japan is the one that's dumping all the shit. If it was like Exxon Valdez again, remember when that happened? I mean, I know it's oil. I mean, and oil is pretty hard to clean up with like, I don't know, burn it and that'll happen. We're talking about fucking 300 million tons a day. Holy shit. I know this fat chick up the block, and she, like, eats, it seems like, 50 pounds a day. And I'll tell you right now, that's a lot of fucking food. You throw in 300 million tons that's rolling through this motherfucker, that's a lot of fucking radiation. So please, somebody, regulate the Japanese DMAF and fucking help them out. They're talking about, like, freezing a certain part of the soil to hopefully make it stop. Bro, I really hope that wasn't the motherfucker I cheated off of in fucking high school on algebra when I fucking failed the test because it sounds like it was him. So for that, Japan, you're the motherfucking DMF. It just, like, quit making it the back page news and somebody fucking put it up to the fucking front page news. Please. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know. Um, I would love to hear the boys' take on it, but I'll get that from them on Sunday, it looks like. So, um, I guess there's really one thing we could say. Bon appetit, douchebag. Yeah, Japan. There you go. Um, so, we talked a little bit about it on Idiots in a Box last night. Now, I'll, I'll give my spin because I'm the only one that can. It's not like I'm going to invite fucking, you know, the maintenance guy in to give him his. Big trade in the NFL yesterday. Um, and that was Trent Richardson going to the Indianapolis Colts for a first-round uh, pick in 2014. Um, and the th- there's, there's a lot of things about this that make it, I don't know, intriguing to me, I suppose. Uh, one of the things is the fact that Trent Richardson is in his second year, uh, and he's going to a Colts team that has, you know, I mean, the number one pick in the draft was Andrew Luck. The number third pick was Trent Richardson. So now you're taking the first and third pick from last year's draft, putting them on the same team. They already had some, some solid weapons. I mean, in Cleveland, Cleveland is going through and saying things like, well, what we're trying to do is we're trying to rebuild, and we're trying to get everything right. Uh, rebuild. Okay. That would make sense if Trent Richardson was 32 years old and you're trying to get rid of him for – you know, a high draft pick, but he's in his second year. I believe he ran for right about 1,100 yards and nine touchdowns last year with Brandon Whedon as his quarterback, and his big play receiver was 
uh, or was it, uh, it, it the guy that would catch the ball and alleviate the defense? It, oh, that's right. There really was nobody. So I really think that the Cleveland Browns are becoming the Los Angeles Clippers of the 90s because they are taking great talent in Trent Richardson and just getting rid of them so they don't have to pay him. It doesn't make any sense. There's there's no logic behind this. And look at it from the other side. You get the, the Colts, who are, who are going to be a solid team. You've got Boys Town and uh, Indy Willie on this, sh- on this show and, and a couple of the other shows that they've been together on, uh, Village Idiots and, and maybe even Idiots in the Box we're all together on, where they both said they thought that uh, the Colts would win that division over Houston. Yeah, yeah, I get it. They're a couple of the biggest homers that you'll ever see. Hang on while I take a drink. So, of course, they're going to say that. But right now, you put that talent together and the way that Houston's playing, there's some logic there. And, and, and that pick that the Colts traded away is probably going to be about pick 20 to 24. And so Cleveland's okay with getting up the third overall pick, 1,100-yard rusher with nobody back there to the Colts for maybe the 24th overall pick. And with an offensive line that plays two tight end sets and has receivers out the ass with Hayward Bay, T.Y. Hilton, and Reggie Wayne. So pick your poison. You know, you're going to have luck beat you or you're going to have a beast like Trent Richardson come through. Now, if the Colts could get their shit figured out on defense, I might start to agree with uh, Hollywood and, or I'm sorry, Boys Town. God, I keep doing that. Boys Town and uh, Indy Willie. So it's it's just kind of interesting. I just, uh, the it's no longer the Cleveland Browns, it's the Los Angeles Clippers of the NFL that of the 90s, because the Clippers now are good. They did the whole Chris Paul thing, and David Stern fucked the Lakers, but that's all right. That's a whole different story. So, I mean, it 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 really, I don't know, I'm kind of interested to see where it is, and, and I, I, I might have to let go of my hate of the Colts, which was really my hate of Peyton Manning for a long time, because I got so sick and tired of hearing Indianapolis Colts fans sit here and suck Peyton's dick about how great he was, even though he's probably a top 10 quarterback, but they would never give anybody else their due. I'm sorry, kids, but Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning every fucking day of the week. You see what receivers he's had over his career? If you give Tom Brady the receivers that Peyton Manning had over his career to Brady, it wouldn't even be close. Not even close. This discussion would not even be had. I mean, and, and how good is Peyton in the postseason? The fucker couldn't even had to. I mean, Florida, Tennessee had to have T. Martin come in and do the job after Peyton left because Peyton, Peyton couldn't get it done. It's the same in the NFL. So I don't know. It is an intriguing storyline, and and I I'm I'm, I'm I think Cleveland, you're you what Drew Carey, Cleveland, you all fucking suck. You know, I mean. You, you let LeBron go, and then you trade away Trent Richardson. Yeah, you deserve everything you motherfuckers get. That's for sure. Soon, watch out. Uh, I bet it comes out next week that the fucking Cavs trade uh, Kyrie Irving to, uh, I don't know, Toronto, if they're still around. I got my boy calling in. All right, let me bring him in. Look at that. I got some company. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm just chilling, driving home from work, listening to you talk about the Cleveland Indy trade, and yeah. just wanted to discuss it with you. Well, good, dude. I'm happy to talk to somebody. What's going on, Kelly? Nick, how you doing, man? You doing okay? 
I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty weekend just started. Um, can't complain too much. Good. I'm happy to hear it. So let's talk so. about this this cold straight now. If, if if I saw it right, you're not you're not really a big fan of the Colts getting Trent Richardson. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, they traded for a running back who's more of a power runner rather than some a speedster or somebody who's a pass catching. I mean, he caught some passes last year, but that's not his his strength. Dude averaged less than four yards a carry last year. Um, and he's going – I think Ahmad Bradshaw is the better running back to fit the system of today's game, which is pass, pass, pass. Get a quick guy in, out of the backfield who can turn a five-yard dump off into a big game. Um, Terry Richardson is a little injury-prone. So giving up a first round pick, I think the Colts don't make the playoffs. They'll probably be drafting between fifteen and twenty, so that's still a decent pick for Cleveland. They can use a second or third round pick next year to get a running back who will fit in Cleveland's system, which I believe North Turner's offensive coordinator. He'll yeah, turn out yeah. running backs like a motherfucker. So I think they'll right. still be able to get a decent running back to fit their system next year in the second round. They'll be able to get a quarterback with their first overall pick because they'll probably finish maybe the second overall pick because they'll finish just ahead of Jacksonville and these are their first round pick for maybe an offensive lineman or God forbid they actually draft a wide receiver worth a damn yeah yeah so, they haven't they haven't I, they haven't tried to draft a wide receiver since they tried to draft Braylon Edwards yeah and Kellen Winslow uh, but look Bradshaw's, but you say Bradshaw, he's he's injury prone to all shit, man. That guy is always banged up. So I, I don't know, you know. I would say that Richardson. I know he got he got busted up in college, was dinged up a little bit coming into the NFL. But you know, I I would take him in his uh, injury proneness over uh, Bradshaw. I can't argue with you there. Yeah, and then like. I, I totally agree with you, though, that the fact that Cleveland is probably going to have the number one overall pick. I mean, first of all, they're starting their third-string quarterback, and then they get rid of probably their best offensive player. So I would say their pick will be, what, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I think he's eligible to come out this year. I mean, I could see them going after him. And then with the pick that they got from the Colts, I think O-line, I always think O-line is the way to go. I don't think you can ever go wrong with O-line. But knowing them, they'll probably suck it up and go D.B., yeah, their defense is already solid. They paid a lot of money in free agency to pick up some dudes. I think that's right. that ball is fine. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm going to start asking myself, what would the 1990s Los Angeles Clippers do? And that's what I think the, the, the Browns will do. They would let their best players walk away and re-sign guys who are overhyped yep. to max deals and <laughs> Clippers yep. would remain a bust. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I think because he's only in his second year. And, and Richardson ran for 1,100 yards last year. Dude, his quarterback was Brandon Whedon. Now he's got Andrew Luck and a couple of wide receivers. He's not going to see eight in a box as much as he used to. He might bust okay. out, bro. Be careful. Be we careful. Shall see. We shall see. All right, brother. I, well, you got any other thoughts you want to talk about, my man? Um... Yeah, you mentioned something earlier right before I called. Um, shit, I can't remember what it was. I had a little comment for it. Uh, well, the only other thing I've really talked about is Japan dumping all the damn sewer the radiation into the ocean. Um, 
Well, <laughs> got to remember most of the world is uh, rest of the world is still uninhabited and third world and corrupt. So shit's gonna yeah. happen. Listen to you. Doesn't make um, it right though, son. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. Doesn't make it right. <laughs> So I agree with you that DMAF should be those motherfuckers letting all that radiation get into Bullshit, the ocean. Dude. Come on, come on, bro. One, there, there's going to be a trip within the next five years that the boys that go to Vegas, or at least the core group of boys that go to Vegas, if it's still around, are going to end up going to the Pro Bowl. And we're going to want to jump in the ocean. And I want to be able to do that. <laughs> That's all I'm I saying. I feel you, man. I feel you. In the next five years, we all need to go to the Pro Bowl and then just go jump in the ocean and hopefully our fucking nuts won't shrivel up the size of Alex's nuts because of the radiation in the water. Shit, they might start glowing in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second, that might be a good thing. Honey, that's where they are. Now you can find them. (laughs) All right, brother. Well, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Hollywood, uh, I'm not sorry, Hollywood Chaos. I'm fucking just all over the place today. Shit. Bro, <laughs> you appear and center yourself, my man. I'm not Boys Town up in this motherfucker. I know, I know. Or Hair Pie Gal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yo. Much love. I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for calling, bud. Much, much love, Chaos. All right, later, bud. All right, that was nice to talk to somebody. I love that dude. He's probably easily. You see Big Doug, the number one fan of the show, getting everything set up. Now, Callie Nick, no doubt. Well, for a long time now, Callie Nick, love that dude. You ever get a chance to meet him? He's like seven foot seven, and he can palm your forehead, and he will fuck start your face. And that's even if you don't want him to. He hasn't done it to me, thank goodness. But there's others that they just don't have a chance. No chance. Huge kid. Um, so the NFC, I really like going into this year. Uh, we talked about the NFC. We thought, you know. Um, we all had our takes. You can listen to the earlier pods on it. Um, and there's really seemed like there's only two teams that are gonna that that that, that are gonna get to the the Super Bowl, and 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 it's, it's a battle between either Seattle and or San Francisco. I would say a dark horse out there might be New Orleans, uh, might be, and it's just because you can never – New Orleans and Green Bay, I'm sorry. Uh, you can never count out those quarterbacks, and especially with uh, New Orleans having Sean Payton back and having the full uh, full array of coaches that they're supposed to have. And, you know, there's just a, a lot of variables there. But last weekend, San Fran and Seattle played, and when they did – it really, you know, San Fran was a three-point dog going up to Seattle, and I thought that was a really good line for San Fran, and I was wrong. And San Fran looked like crap. They had a real hard time moving the ball against that Seattle defense. That Seattle defense is much more physical than uh, I think anybody gives them credit for. Um, Russell Wilson, he he needs you know, he's playing well. The problem I think, though, that I see with him is he's playing well in the second half. He's got, I think he's got the highest fourth-quarter rating through two weeks uh, than anybody else in the league, or QBR than anybody else in the league. But his first two quarters, um, it's really, really low. But he'll get it figured out. So I'm I'm interested to see whoever comes out of that division. I, I, I can't see Green Bay or New Orleans getting through them. That, the, both of those defenses are just too good. Both of those offensive have weapons, and, you know, Seattle, come week 12, you know, could even have a new dimension if Percy Harvin ever makes it back to the field, which, you know, he may, and if he does, 
you know, it only help him. It's not like if they, he doesn't make it back, they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. He's not a key piece. He's just a nice element we'll add, uh, to their special teams. And, you know, he'll play four plays, get hurt, and, you know, not practice all week and come back the following week. Everybody who thought that was a stupid move by uh, the Vikings to trade Percy Harvin, you're, just, you're kind of stupid um, because the, the guy suffers from migraines. He's always dinged up, you know, and, and just just – just uh, this this all just shows it. I mean, that was a good move. They got great value for him. I think they got a first-round pick for him. Now they got Cordella Patterson, who is – watch out for him this week. He's going to bust out this week because, again, Minnesota is playing Cleveland, who isn't going to do shit. I mean, that line opened up at Minnesota minus three. Um, then what happened? Uh, Cleveland announced that they were starting their third-string quarterback – uh, and, they, and they traded Trent Richardson. So now, or last I saw it anyway, went from Minnesota favored three to Minnesota favored six and a half, I believe. And that should be, I would say that'll be at least seven and a half to eight by the time uh, everything kicks off on um, uh, Sunday. It, it, it's, I, it, you know, all they have to really have to do is feed AP. Secretly, I kind of hope... Um, I kind of hope uh, Christian Ponder throws a couple of uh, of picks so that way he gets out of there and he just can go bang his hot uh, fiancé or wife, whatever she is now. Matt Castle's the better quarterback on that roster. Let me double-check. Yeah, it's up to six and a half now. Uh, It should move maybe another point before it starts. So Um, Anyway, so Seattle, San Francisco, definitely in the class of the NFC. Um, It kind of makes you wonder, though, the first two weeks of NFL season – has had some of the closest – it's been the two closest weeks and highest scoring weeks, I think, in NFL history. And I, I wanted to ask the guys this, but, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about it on Sunday. Is, uh, you know, is parity in the NFL getting better or is it getting worse? I mean, is the play from each team getting better or is it all kind of coming down to, to a just above average level? And that's kind of a hard one for me to figure out. I think, like, Seattle, San Francisco um, – Green Bay and New Orleans are probably the top four in the NFC. In the AFC, I don't even know where to begin in the AFC. I mean, the team that I thought would dominate, or at least, you know, be damn good, was uh, um, Houston, but they've looked like shit the first two weeks. Um, And then, of course, we'll see what happens when Gronkowski comes back and how uh, New England ends up. Um, There really hasn't been... Anybody in the AFC, so Baltimore's looked like shit. Uh, Denver's played well. I would say Denver's going to be a tough one to beat. They're going to be a tough out. Um, once they get the running back situation figured out and, and settled down, I mean, they did uh, They did just lose uh, Pro Bowl uh, left tackle. Uh, so, you know, that's not a sexy thing to lose, especially when you have a quarterback who's got neck issues. Um, but I, Jesus Christ. Somebody, I mean, Kansas City, Kansas City, I said Dark Horse and could win the division. They're playing Philly right now. Last I saw that uh, Kansas City was up 10 to nothing. I don't know. We'll see. It's just I don't think there's a lot of great play so far in the NFL. I think there's some above average play, and that's why everything seems like it is uh, so close. I mean, you have, you know, the team with the best point differential in the league is Seattle at plus 31. Moon, that's a word somewhere. Uh, and then the worst is Jacksonville at minus 36, but let's be honest, 
Um, they're Jacksonville. Okay. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I take it back. Denver's the best point differential, plus 40. Then Seattle at plus 31. And then actually uh, Kansas City at plus 27. So I like my dark horse pick. Um, let's see. All right, so that's our NFL talk. Um, and there's one note that I do got to throw out there. Because I railed this motherfucker on the show, I can't stand him. He annoyed the shit out of me. Caught him a lot of bad things. Chris Anderson, Birdman, plays for uh, Miami right now. Um, he kind of was a victim of, like, the Manti Teo-like uh, scheme. You know, he was he was put, uh, you know, he... All right, look, the background on him is 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 he was suspended from the NBA twice for for uh, uh, drug addiction, uh, and then uh, uh, his the third time, you know, when he or after the second time when he came back in is when he actually became uh, a little bit more well known. Played for Denver with Melo and and uh, Chauncey Billups, and then the Billups for AI trade, and you know he kind of became you know more and more well known, and then uh, he was found to have child pornography on his computer. Uh, well, I guess it ends up being more of a pretty um, pretty elaborate hoax, I guess, scheme, maybe, uh, to where he, he wasn't really responsible for uh, what was going on there. So you got to look it up and, and see what you find about it. So um, I, I'm wrong a lot, and I, sometimes I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll bring it back to the air, but this one, since I ripped the dude so much, and it's not like he listens to the show a lot but uh, or ever, but just in case he did or anybody did, I was wrong on this. I was wrong on the situation. Uh, look it up. Um, you know, Manti Tail and him are now Eskimo brothers because they both uh, had sex with the same imaginary girl, imaginary girl on the Internet. So you're fake Eskimo Internet brothers. It's cool. You guys should, you guys should like go to the same parties. Maybe maybe you guys can go to the same coffee shop and order coffee and get the Wi-Fi and take up fake girls at the same place. That would be that'd be fun. That'd be fun. You guys get a whole class on it. I'd like to say all the cool kids are doing it, but it's just you two douchebags. Um, shoot. Well. Really, half hour went in. I can't even believe I, we lasted this long. Hopefully it wasn't too damn boring. Don't have any weird news because that's for boys town to do. Uh, final thoughts? Um, let me think here. Thanks, Nick, for calling. Thanks, the boys, for being here when you are. I know you would be here if you could be, so hopefully everything's good. Do me a favor, everybody. Take a listen to... Um, not sure what tomorrow night's show's going to look like. From what I understand, Tom's still sick on Idiots in the Box. I might be doing a solo Idiots in a Box tomorrow night. So hit me up at Ethnic Chaos. Uh, let me know if you have any show topics that you want to hear. I may even take the night off. Doubt it, though. Um, and then uh, we'll see what we can get figured out. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, thanks, everybody, who puts uh, puts work in on all this shit, and there's quite a few people that do. Um, and uh, really, that's all I got. So other than that, motherfuckers, I am out. This is going to be one fucked up podcast. And we've got players now coming up limp. AP in football. This is the guy who's broken down. You don't know the power of the dark side. I believe in karma, man. Seriously? You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? 
sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? Oh, Rondo just got ejected. Seriously? I'm talking about the the, the pre-intercourse. There's still maybe some titties. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That was a freak day.